0: snap and the ball is free it's picked up by Michigan State Jalen wants Jackson and he scores this is going to run it all the way back Auburn's gonna win the football game and the watch this is thank you to NIL
1: quarterback he makes
0: the read and what do you know guys it's an orgy in the end zone
1: truly Michael I don't even know where to start because <laughs> last, last weekend you know, we've, we've talked about it just offline we talked about it during the weekend uh last weekend I think that was the best it's, that's the best it gets
0: but so. I mean it, it, I I don't know what the sensation of having maybe you could me in but like your first child being born I don't think it I don't think it comes close to that though I mean that was just absolute <laughs> nirvana what we what we witnessed this weekend just everything the Tennessee obviously being the highlight but everything was just absolute college football nirvana
1: Birth—it's it, different. It, it, we'll yeah, we'll just put those in different categories. We're not going to even attempt to, <laughs> to try to right. blend those two. But uh, it's better than my wedding day. No
0: kidding. <laughs> well, yeah. I could say that because my wife yeah. doesn't listen. Fuck it. It was better than a, my uh, wedding I, day.
1: I had a blast at your wedding. I had
0: a great That's time. That's true. Well, the bar tab it was thirteen G's. So I'm hoping everybody had fun. <laughs>
1: Thanks, Mother Wilson, for that. <laughs> Much appreciated. Uh, but. We're name podcast. We are a college football podcast, and uh, and we have, we have college basketball, basketball, and basketball. Right and and listen, basketball. Listen, we are getting close to both, but I mean, college basketball right now probably is pretty far away from my mind because I'm still oh, just yeah. kind of relishing last weekend and just yeah. being like, I I don't know. It's because I've had we've both had we've both had good weekends, right? Where it's just like, oh, these were great games and things like that. And you know, I've had weekends where you know Michigan State beats Michigan on the final play, like things like that, you know. But it was just the overall. Encompassing factor of 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 the certain teams that won oh, yeah. the bet the, the bets that won for yeah! one which was this it was one of those days where it's like man I lost a lot you know I haven't lost a lot of money but I've lost money I haven't really won much finally this last weekend all the boys won all the boys won their bets. Oh. It was it well
0: and and, and we I, I could give the uh, the detailed chronological order of how these events happened but essentially I just kept repeatedly betting on Tennessee throughout the entire day like both during and pregame and it panned out beautifully which it very well could have blew up my face and I would have just been down real bad but uh no I mean it was listen from start to finish we started off with Oklahoma Kansas phenomenal game i mean nobody wanted to play defense and that's that's perfectly okay that's what we want kyle that's what we want out of a big 12 matchup is just 52 to 42 final score probably one of the funner games i've watched this season just from an
1: entertainment standpoint right and that was one too where you know i you know even even the games we talked about and just like briefly touched on we were we were pretty damn close if i remember oh yeah yeah. like because i remember saying like well vegas obviously knows something because obviously oklahoma's favorite here everyone's still kind of riding high on kansas but i'm like Listen in Vegas is putting that much points on Oklahoma. Like I, I think they're good. I think we're, I think we're all right. Like, so yeah. <laughs> it was just one of those for everything we just seemed to kind of look at and touch on. Uh, you know, ended up coming out on top. But yeah, fifty two four. What a what a crazy game there. We were we were at a,
0: like a, a brunch thing having this. This was on like at the other side of the bar on the TV, like the furthest away from me, so I could like I could see. But I swear to God, like every time I looked up that screen, I thought they were just showing like uh like a <laughs> oh, commercial exactly. timeout highlight or something because it was just touchdown touchdown touchdown. I was like, this is absolutely incredible. Like this is. I mean, Kansas not going to be a playoff team, duh. like Oklahoma, definitely not a playoff team. So it's like when you have these matchups, I just want to see all the points and all the touchdowns and this delivered on every single possible level that it could have. Because I swear, like
1: every time I looked up, there's someone who's scoring a touchdown. Mm i sorry, I was drinking some coffee there. Absolutely, yeah. And it's, uh, you know, that morning I was kind of like, yeah, I got to go run some errands with, with my wife. You know, went and got a haircut. And I was feeling pretty fresh. I'm fucking $50. Baby like, number Jesus two on the way. Yeah. Where'd oh, my go? God. You go to a private, a private. <laughs> it it, it, it was go? down at City Creek. But it was one of those. Ah. Like, it's funny because there's always people who are like, yeah, like you schedule it out or whatever. It's like, no, I wake up and I look at my hair and I'm like, I need a fucking haircut today. And then, uh, you know, I'm not interested hey, in making appointments. Sorry. I want to walk in. Yeah, right. I want to walk in somewhere and just sit my ass down, and uh, away we go. Well, but, City um, Creek, I mean, yeah, I've, right, I've, right.
0: did they did they throw some
1: holy water on you first? Like, how does that go? <laughs> yeah, seriously. No. Yeah, did, did, did you they, the... <laughs> they baptized me in the little river that runs through this fish in there. <laughs> they
0: said, oh, no, 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 we're just shampooing your hair. They actually baptized you.
1: So, Kyle, welcome <laughs> to the church, dog. Um, <sighs> hey, listen, if, if, it, if it brought me joy that I felt that weekend oh, – um, yeah. I'd, I'd consider. I'd well, consider.
0: Well, I think this was the best possible in between Kansas, Oklahoma, and then Ole Miss, Auburn. Like, as far as to start the day, like, we couldn't have asked for a better, like, just jump start to the day because, like, right. Kansas,
1: Oklahoma had all the points. Auburn gave Ole Miss a little bit of run for their money. Like, Texas, it, it even was, Texas, Iowa State, that, like, they benefited the most because no one was really paying attention yeah, to that nope. game. But all of a sudden, everyone's like, well, shit, Iowa State, like, and they oh, dropped see, a touchdown I, pass. It's cra- yeah, it's crazy. I wanted to
0: exclude that game and talk about that game specifically because who who wanted I, who wanted Texas to cover that game? Kyle? Oh, that was
1: that was me. You're right, <laughs> and you talk you talked me off of that one. Yep. <laughs> me. And one well, that's that's the Stevie nice thing buddy. about like having to go through different avenues to be able to place these bets, right? Like you're right there. You can pull out your phone in two seconds. Hey, hey you're whoa, on whoa, it.
0: Whoa, man. allegedly, allegedly. Alleg-
1: Right. Well, no, I'm saying like for your own, you oh, yeah, know, yeah, 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 like, like you were saying, you bet throughout the, uh, oh. um, the Tennessee game, oh, sure. right? And like throughout the day, you're just putting money on different things. Like I kind of have to like really put in a little bit of forethought and just be like, this is my yep. one, <laughs> this is kind of yep. my one bet that I'm going to ride out today. And so, you know, but anyways, all right. So yeah, Texas, Iowa State, uh, Michael is right. Let's, let's come on, everybody. Yes. I had to be listen. I had to be right eventually because I think I was wrong
0: all the way up to this point. <laughs> I had to be right eventually, and I'm glad it did now. But uh, no, it, but hey, it's exactly. And we we both came to a mutual agreement. I've talked about it. Iowa State, like we said last week, basketball, football, it doesn't matter. You see them on the schedule. You just know it's going to be this ugly dogfight, and you're going to be lucky to squeak out a win. And that's exactly what Texas did. So I don't like. Is this a resume builder, Kyle? That's a genuine question. I Like, I don't know. Like, does this, does this look good that they beat that, in the Iowa State
1: barely? It's absolutely a game that Texas would have lost under any of their previous, the Herman era, the Charlie Strong sure. era. That's sure. absolutely a game that Texas loses in those situations. Um, but, hey, now they're – you know, they're still alive and they have a, a big matchup against Oklahoma State coming up, you know. So, yeah, absolutely. That's a, that's a big one. It, it, it's we, we don't like Texas on this podcast. We are horns down for life. But that's there is something about Texas not being completely ass that brings and we'll get to a few other teams as well that uh, that kind of bring a, at least a little bit more nuance and, and kind of spice to the college football landscape. True so that.
0: true that. Like a Michigan, Michigan, Penn State, maybe? Oh,
1: fuck was, dude. It was, I mean, that was, was game just game like, yeah, that's why. I, and I think we, I, I think we called that as well. I think we were just saying like, it, it had to go like, or I, I remember, we, I said Penn State had to yep. get two turnovers to win this yep. game. And they did. Yep. Yeah. You know. No. And, uh,
0: they, they got the one. They got the one, and that, that was earlier in the game. I'm just remember off the top of my head. It was earlier in the game, and I thought, like, okay, like if they can capitalize and use that as a little bit of momentum – but they just—they never got that second turnover, and, and it just Michigan just ran away with it. And it, we said ran, last yeah. week, well, we said last week it was like if Penn State's gonna win this one, like they have to like win on all, all other facets of the game outside of like they're not gonna outscore Michigan straight up. Like they're gonna need turnovers, they're gonna need some sort of special teams faux right. pas, something. And it just never happened. And then uh, Michigan just ran away with this one, like you said, literally. And it's heartbreaking because I I don't like Michigan
1: whatsoever. Well, fuck your. I know. Require, oh, yeah. But I like Fire. you just have to sometimes tip your cap and just say, yes, they're, they're really good team. They're absolutely a good team. Um, you know, I still think Ohio State is is slightly has more explosive playmakers, oh, yeah. but it's this type of Michigan team that can still, I think, compete and possibly beat Ohio State. Yeah, because uh, fuck Well, it. it's better. Oh, listen, listen it. spin it. It. zone, spin zone. It. It's better for us, Kyle.
0: Nobody wants to see a Michigan, you know, go undefeated. But. I do want to see Michigan be undefeated going into that Saturday after Thanksgiving to play Ohio state, because I, I mean, what better, what better setting for a game? You just got, you just got all stuffed up on leftovers for like three days in a row. Like you're sitting down on the, you know, recliner, you're going to be up at the, the, uh, Emma's parents' house. You know, Dan's going to be asking you why you watch football and say how dumb
1: the sport it is. Like I could just paint the picture now, Kyle. Right. That's, that's exactly what it is. So no, absolutely. Like it's, and, like and hey, we have got a bye week, and then we play them. So there we go, and you know we'll we'll save all that discussion for <laughs> for next next week. Which uh, who knows? It's yeah, ah. it's, what a mess. But anyways, we move on. Michigan's really good. Obviously, Penn State's yep. ass, just kind of like we all suspe- suspected. You know, James Franklin's a bald fraud, and uh, he's a disgrace to all the bald people out there. So, way to way to save yourself end Ole Miss-Auburn. Uh, it was close. Auburn showed a lot of fight. Obviously, you it know, Old Miss comes out with a win there. Yeah. Uh, I like Ole Miss. I like Lane Kiffin. It's just. I yeah. love,
0: love Lane Kiffin. I don't know what they were doing with those water camo helmets they did last week. But outside of that, I mean, you can't, you can't get it you can't get enough juice out of Lane Kiffin that dude just he's on Twitter all the time he's always tweeting and he always has these little just snide remarks on college game day when they interview him he's just the best probably the best character in college football we have right now
1: i would say so yep um hey how about Hey, the Buffaloes it. of College.
0: Yeah. <laughs> How about
1: that? Did you, did you that? see the celebration video in the locker room after?
0: Oh no, I haven't. You, you would have thought you would have thought they just took home the Pac-12 championship. I, they were like throwing water around, jumping up and down, like they, it was. And I get it, like your first win, especially given the way the season's going. I get it, but like, come on now, like that
1: that's a little much for your first overtime win against Cal. And boy, like what, like what's going on with Cal? Like in the, in the mid two thousands, they like, remember they had the, you know, the job best era. They had, you know, even Jared Goff, right? Like, like they've, they've had good teams and good players. What, like what the fuck's happening? It's just, I don't know. It's bizarre. Cal is just seems like one of those schools right now that are completely like irrelevant, completely irrelevant. Yeah. Like don't even, I think the Pac-12, I, it takes, I, I think of Colorado, obviously, before I even think of the university of California yeah whatever it, well, okay. it's just I, I you almost
0: i mean i'm sure if we really want to take a deep dive into it but i'm i'm just off the cuff gonna say like they're they're playing and they're recruiting out of all the same pipeline states that obviously all the other right. schools are but i i feel like they're just getting lost in the shuffle of like the academics just, too, right right exactly school. exactly yeah. like you can't you know, you can't go recruit the kid from Columbine because he only has a 1.2 GPA. So, like, he's out. Uh, but, you know, you got to you gotta maintain academic standards and try to find the best talent available. So, I, it's unfortunate. But they are – I think they're just going to be stuck. And it's it's true across, like, all their sports. I guess I can't say all sports. So I really don't pay attention to all of them except for football and basketball. But, like, basketball is the same story. Like – they're they're good enough to steal a couple wins and stuff, but like they just never are the like the team on the scene. Like they're never gonna be the team to beat. They're just always muddling around like
1: Well and I think did they they landed like a bunch of Big basketball recruits a couple seasons ago. I thought, it, it, and I might be just confusing this with like an Arizona school. which is probably what it is. But I thought Cal got like randomly a couple five stars that everyone's like, okay, well they're obviously cheating here. And then yeah. they didn't pan out. to Like you hey, need that could be right. Well, that we'll save that for
0: basketball. Oh yeah, we'll save that for basketball because I my the, listen. I know I'm know i gonna leave it at this. The, I'm on to this whole five star and basketball thing. They give those five stars weight like willy nilly. Like there's like a 1,000 five star recruits every year coming out for basketball because I they just they hand that shit out like candy but whatever i digress next other episode
1: right uh we're gonna we're we're gonna brief or pass over alabama tennessee we're just gonna save that let's let's kind of run through the other ones first because yeah yeah that was a big one you know uh George George beat shit out of vanderbilt surprise uh arkansas byu uh byu played tough but they just could not tackle kj jefferson and he had a couple scrambles in the pocket where i was like how the fuck did byu not tackle him and anyways fucking big uh tcu oklahoma state wow I mean, it's six zero. TCU got the Sunny Dykes era in full swing. Max Duggan's just a stud. Uh, this is a big old fashioned, you know, Big Twelve shootout. And you know, look at TCU just coming out of nowhere and and doing the thing, <laughs> doing the thing. It's crazy. I mean, again, like we we said last week after the Kansas win, like
0: TCU could fuck around and be maybe not in the playoff picture, but they could be knocking on the door very well at the end of the season because. They just like you said, like a very unsuspecting team, nobody really had it on the radar, and they're just coming out and they just keep knocking off ranked opponents. It's right. truly
1: incredible. Tough remaining schedule. I mean, they they still have the Kansas State. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Kansas State who's obviously solid team. West Virginia who's actually on the upswing now. I think they've won three in a row. Um, you know, after beating Baylor this week or last week, um, Texas Tech. You never know. Obviously at at Texas, at Baylor, then home against Iowa State. I mean, it's. At it's this gone, point, man. it is kind of house money. I, uh, they'll probably split those in, in, in like a, a season like nine and three for TCU. Obviously, that's that's you're over oh, the moon yeah. with that. You're over oh, the yeah. moon with that. The type of offense they run, they're going to be able to get whoever they want. Yeah, it's it's just an interesting interesting Listen, team kind of come out.
0: TCU's just waiting for Tank Carter's son to get old enough. When we yeah. get the second the second coming of Tank Carter with the linebacker with the
1: neck roll, watch out. T- uh, TCU all the way. We stand by Tank Carter the player, not anything that he has said publicly <laughs> about anything else, because that guy. I think that
0: him and Adam Morrison are hiding out in the woods somewhere with their, their doomsday shelters. Yeah. Fucking.
1: Anyways, um, Syracuse, North Carolina. Hey, another team. Syracuse, man. Like It's, it's just so random. And I remember the Dino Bavers on the hot seat because the last couple of seasons just can't, hadn't really panned out for him. Uh, but he's got that thing rolling, man. He's got it rolling. And now we got the, a huge matchup this weekend. Battle of the Oranges. Clemson and Syracuse, man. I, I hope. Come on, Qs. Come on. Right, it would that would be great. That would be great. So you know, obviously we'll get to that. But man, Syracuse rolls. They're undefeated. Oh. Undefeated. Uh, never thought. Never would have thought. James Madison. Nice little one week stint uh, as a ranked team. Then losing to Georgia Southern. I hate to see it. <laughs> LSU Florida was a great game as well as you kind of come to expect with that. I mean LSU quietly five and two. Brian Kelly. I mean you think about that first the first loss and everyone was throwing shit at him and, and yelling at him for being late at the press conference and this and that or whatever it was. And and look at him now. I mean, it's he's got the team playing well. And yeah, Florida, my God. It's I will take the L on that one because after seeing the you know Anthony Richardson against Utah and like all this stuff. It's like, man, they're pretty good. And they are just a wreck. But I, I still think even four and three for Florida sure that that's fine but uh we were going to talk a little bit about florida because netflix announced a nice little documentary on Ugh. the urban meyer years of florida what's the With stat America. kyle what's the stat <laughs> well i mean we have household names such as tim tebow of course mm-hmm. i think he has his book you know i still have he uses a dvd <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, right or yeah, the DVD—that's what it is. Uh, I think. I think a couple. of I think Riley Cooper was on those teams. Nothing. I don't think Stand-up
0: Stand-up stand me. up guy. Stand up guy.
1: Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> R.I.P. No, not no, that. no, no.
0: <laughs> yeah. t- R.I.P. Rest in Purgatory,
1: dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah seriously. Well. Uh, anyways, Netflix coming out with a series. The stat that I saw when they throw this out there was uh, from that team or that era uh 41 players have been arrested <laughs> just like I I like saw that and I was like that's unbelievable And, and
0: is that was that sp- like like the 2018 alone or was that just right under,
1: that's what I'll have a, to look at okay. and if or if it was just kind of under his tenure at Meyer, you know you won two national titles that's when even Florida basketball was I mean they were everywhere it, it oh. was crazy like that was such a weird wild era of college football and you were just like there's no I've never seen a team better than those teams I mean they were just so flipping good um anyway so yeah we're excited for that Netflix documentary absolutely let's see Clemson sweep went out nice little win against uh Florida State Mm -hmm. uh Purdue came out the win over Nebraska uh another one that I think I was wrong on was the Mississippi State Kentucky I can't remember which side I had on this but um yeah, Kentucky just kind of grounded them. I mean, they just they couldn't do anything in the air. They, you know, Mississippi State, which obviously is the Mike Leach passing, you know, bonanza. The air raid. The air raid. Uh, yeah, just couldn't get it done, and Kentucky came away with the win.
0: I, it's, which is is surprising because Will Levis was back this week, if I if I remember correctly, because I know he was out last week. Uh, for him to step back in and just kind of like pick up right where they left off was pretty impressive. Because I know you know one or two weeks like isn't a ton of time, but. Going into Mississippi State, like that's that still makes a difference. I mean, you've been away from the team at least a week, haven't been in there playing, but uh, no, re- really good. Kentucky's a hard team to figure out because like they, they pull out really good wins like this and then they'll just go fumble the bag against you know a letdown look ahead. And it's just, they're an impossible team to figure out, but I think they're a football school down, Kyle, so it doesn't really matter. We don't even have to talk about Kentucky basketball, but
1: uh, I, I love the Cats, but it, they're an impossible team to figure out. I agree, definitely um stanford beating notre dame notre dame's just complete dumpster Dead. fire their fan base Dead. is just not handling this well no
0: whatsoever
1: no. shocker um a few other games uh, nor hey north carolina came out on top over duke the old uh tobacco road tobacco road showdown there uh, another crazy game uh to may for drake mayford uh north carolina is just he's everything for them he's just incredible <laughs> great quarterback but that team is just weird as well but they're six and one it's just crazy it's it, i feel like they've lost so many games and it's only because they're they have they probably have the smallest margin of victory out oh, of all yeah. Of
0: them. oh yeah oh yeah you know they always play in like because app state people forget the app state game but like if they had to do like a incredible fourth quarter like just bombing the ball downfield so i i get what you're saying because even like if you just walked to me on the street in the morning when I'm groggy and asked me how many wins Carolina has, it's probably like two, but no, six and one. So good on them. It's not gonna, you know. I don't know how much weight you put into beating the Duke football
1: team, but go go off Queen, I guess. Right, and then yeah, you know, Hawaii came out and got the got the midnight dub and yeah. some more money. But now, hey, listen, we're gonna Still recap. 30. Obviously, we skipped over a few games that we're gonna talk about because. Um, this is kind of how it all went down, right? I was, you know, in the morning I was doing the errands. I kind of missed the morning slate of games. Uh, we were invited over to my good friend Trevor's house uh, for a nice little. He does like all the the briskets and the pulled oh, yeah. whatever. Just tons of just good, good smoked meats. Just smoking some meats, um, you know. And that was that was right kind of in that middle of Alabama. Tennessee was on. Obviously, of course, Michigan State, Wisconsin was on as well. Um, <laughs> that. And I was so I, when when we got there, when we got to Trevor's house. Yeah, you know, I kind of expecting the usual cast characters. Trevor apparently has more friends than I know because, you know, Emma and I get there. and We're just like, well, we don't know anyone here. Obviously, we had a trial <laughs> with us. And so, you know, first thing I do is go back to the living room and be like, well, I got to get these games on because like I there's no one out there for me to really conversate with that I re- care about enough to miss this game. So. Let's get this game on, you know. You know, had a few drinks of me, pop a little medicinal, you know, a little gummy, a little medicinal gummy as well. Hadn't really set in yet. But, you know, I'm 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 loosely keeping tabs on this game. Uh, but like what was your setup for watching Tennessee, Alabama? Because I know uh, I mean we were obviously both pumped for this, but like this was this is <laughs> definitely one that that we'll remember.
0: <laughs> uh I think when they kicked off uh, that was right about the time that I got the 64 ounce boot beer at the brewery. <laughs> That's right,
1: I remember that. Right. Uh, <laughs>
0: I so shined. it started. It started at the brewery, and then during halftime, we uh, located to a different brewery. Uh, but regardless, both breweries were at like not not a single. I don't even think there's a college football fan in sight. But by the time we had left each establishment, it was like a Tennessee bar because I. It, it was me. We had Jay Bird. It, there was Frazier who went to Arkansas, but we convinced him that this is good for the SEC. And so we were just, <laughs> we were just going bananas. And it was, I, I, I mean, I can't, I can't even describe. Like it, it was just the the entire way that the game was going on. And like I just kept, I kept dumping more money on Tennessee. Like Alabama went up like a touchdown more money right. on Tennessee. Alabama went up again more money on Tennessee. It was, it was right. incredible. And but well, It you, all
1: worked you, out. You were wearing the uh, the shirt, the long sleeve, the uh Yeah, yeah I didn't sleeve. know that they
0: had cool fucking shirts like you have, but yeah, I
1: was wearing my shirt. Like I said, like I said, I went to that student store. It pretty. It was pretty barren for the large, extra larges, and the double XL. It's shockingly hot commodity. Hot commodity. <laughs> and there. Apparently, those ones left <laughs> the shelf there because, uh, yeah, there was nothing. There was hardly any. But-
0: Yes, I had mine, and then uh, I don't even know where Jaybird Bird got this. He, Jay Bird just surprised me, because like, he's the resident Nebraska fan, but he showed up with a Rocky Top shirt. And I was like, I don't even know where you got that from, but look, fuck it, let's ball. Rocky
1: uh, top.
0: It was just, it like, and it was beautiful. The weather was beautiful. I was sitting outside with a boot fucking full of beer. TVs were everywhere. It, I couldn't have asked for just a better Saturday. We were celebrating a friend's birthday. Like, the vibes were just an all-time high. It was just outstanding.
1: Right. So, you know, and right off the bat, so this was, I I probably put the most money on this game. I think the only other time I bet more, um, it was Ohio State to beat Michigan a couple of years ago or something like that, right? I put a hundred bucks on it and I doubled my money there. But this one, I, like, all the odds boosts and everything, it was just, like, Tennessee money line plus, like, 250. And I was just oh, like, yeah. well, I'm not going to not put money on this. So, I put, like, 30-something bucks to win 107, right? Like, uh-huh. And, like, you had money on the game. And then it, even mm-hmm. Brandon was in uh, with us, which, like, he never bets. For one, he never tells us anything that he bets. Well, uh, and two, two, he just doesn't.
0: He's a her- he's a terrible friend. He never wants to do anything unless it's his idea. But continue. Right.
1: Anyway, so, you know, I, all the boys that's <laughs> been on the game here. So... So anyway, we're watching this game obviously progress, and it just kind of goes back and forth. Great start by Tennessee. They they kind of jump you know jump up the first quarter is 21-7. Second quarter it's it's kind of battling a little bit back and forth. Obviously Alabama was always going to be in this game. Yep. You know they 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 battle back. You know, it's, they, they get to 20, Tennessee gets to about 28, you know, going into the half. But then the second half, it comes just completely, or the third quarter really completely flipped. You know, yeah. Alabama, just, that's when I started to realize, like, oh, we we might be in trouble here. Oh, yeah. You know, they, they come out in, in the third, they, Jameer Gibbs is just freaking incredible. You know, it's a 20, 26-yard touchdown. Thankfully, Tennessee responds with a huge play. That This was probably one of the play of the game, but that huge pass from Hendon Hooker to Hyatt, uh, 60 yards touchdown. I was like, okay, like if, if they didn't score there, then I really felt like in a, even Brandon at the time was actually like, oh, I think we're dead. I think we're dead. And I was like, fuck Like, I think you're right. Because like <laughs> Alabama just looked unstoppable tussies. at that point. <laughs> you um, <tussies. laughs> so, you know, Alabama battles back. But then of course, Alabama comes back again. Another touchdown from Jameer Gibbs. So we're heading <laughs> to the fourth quarter. And it's it's just way closer than, than I would have thought, you know, after that, how that first quarter started. And then the fourth quarter was just a freaking oh, yeah. Uh, I, I don't even I it all just felt like a fever pitch. So, you know, it's just like everything going well, around. Let me let me rattle off, let me rattle off the fourth quarter
0: score back for because this is the point that I wanted to make because there was a distinguishing moment that I thought this was actually dead. Uh 35-42 Tennessee scores goes up. Uh yep. Alabama scores ties it up. Next possession, Hendon hooker fumbles. Yes, <laughs> walks it in for touchdown.
1: That's when I texted Brandon down. I was like, "Yep, it, that's over." Like there it oh,
0: is. I was like, I was like, we 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 had it, and it just it escaped us right there. I I thought
1: for sure like that. Seven minutes it, to go, roughly. Yeah, and that that's where it, it was. It, so I was like,
0: "Fuck." In an was- Alabama game, it's like when Alabama gets that defensive turnover, let alone scores on that, it's usually the nail in the coffin. Like it's usually like you're not going to stave off saving for long, and like that's just exactly what he needs to put the game away. So at that moment in time, uh, sad beer time, ordered a sad beer because I was like, well, this is that we had it and we lost it. But
1: boy, hey, was look, I. Tennessee got a few stops, ended up scoring with what, three and a half minutes left. Right. They scored a tie. Yeah. It's forty nine, forty nine. But you're looking at that like three and a half minutes. You're like, well, that's 100%. just entirely too much time. You know, 100%. and Alabama's got a good kicker this year. So, I'm you know, at least this is finally where I'm sitting down on the couch and I had like one or two other people that like one kid that I knew from like our softball team then this other girl and her like boyfriend or husband or whatever Who I'm just kind of meeting for the first time and I'm just kind of prefacing this for him because I didn't think they're a big sports fan so obviously I'm trying to like break it down for him a little bit you know the edibles starting to kick in quite a bit I had a couple beers of me uh you know so and I I prefaced it and I was just like there's going to be a lot of emotion going on. And I know you just met me, but, you know, I, I'm a fucking crackhead for college football. Like, this is just, <laughs> and I have money on the game. And As soon as I was like, oh, you oh, have yeah, money on the game. They're like, oh, okay, I get it. But, yeah, so I sit down kind of for that final drive as Alabama's going down. They get in the field range, and I'm like, well, there it is. But here, here's the turning point for me. It, you know, when they're warming up, they kind of show the Alabama kicker. He's got his helmet on. He's warming up. He's jo- trotting out on the field to take this. Uh, field goal, and they show his little uh, like his uh, student picture or whatever, like you know, his headshot basically, right? And I look at him, and I was like, This motherfucker's not gonna make this kick. Look at him, he just looked mm-hmm. like such a dweeb. And I was just like, I just kind of, spoke to him too big, just, right? I was like, Yeah, he's not gonna do this, he's not gonna do this. Sure, shit he it, fucking misses. Well, and, and like, that's what like. It, it, it's
0: just like, it, if if I if I could watch the whole game and I could only have watched from the fourth quarter when they tied it. That would have been enough of a of a college football experience for me alone. Like, it, it was just everything that unfolded in the fourth quarter into overtime right. and, and that knuckleball fucking game-winning kick that guy kicked. When he kicked that, I was like, that's not even coming anywhere near the field goal. I thought the thing was, like, tipped or short. He kicked the most knuckleball game-winning
1: field goal I've ever seen in my entire life. But, fuck it, it went in. Well, it, okay, so let, let me rewind just a bit. So, as that's going on, obviously, I'm watching that on the big screen, you know, with the other people there. On my phone, I'm watching Michigan State-Wisconsin. And Michigan State finally fucking takes a lead for the first time in like five weeks. Take a lead with a few minutes left. I'm watching that. I'm like, oh, my God. Of course, Wisconsin goes down and scores at the end. It's, it's going to basically going to overtime because Michigan State fucks it up, Um, you know, a last-second field goal. So I'm watching on my phone Michigan State in overtime. I'm watching this Tennessee game where I have all this money on where it's just like going down to the absolute wire as Chase McGrath walks out there. For one, I look at him, and I'm like, well, his name's Chase McGrath. That's a fucking dope name. He's going to fucking drill this thing. I have all the confidence in the world in your kick named Chase McGrath, who just looks like a total Chad out there. As he's lining up for the kick, Michigan State's throwing into the end zone, touchdown to win the game in overtime. And then also, obviously, my heart's fucking going bananas there, because I'm like, fucking finally, this is awesome. As I look up, and I just see that kick, just like what you said, it goes through, like, fucking sideways. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I'm just like... I just erupted at that point, and everyone's you know, it's, it's like, "It was." I just couldn't explain the overwhelming, like. I just turned to Emma, and I'm just like, "This is why people get addicted." <laughs> I mean,
0: no, you turned Emma. He like, said, "I I gotta go home. I gotta change my pants." We got pretty we got much.
1: My oh my god! It it was just kind of the, that moment of like the money, but also like really liking Tennessee and like having them win, oh. and and Michigan State finally winning. And I was just like that. Trifecta and then knowing you guys all won, like, and you know, we all facetime each other, you know, it's a real, oh. real bro moment there. Dude, well, that's uh, what I mean.
0: Like, it was like, it, it, and this speaks volumes of what, like, the magic of college football was. Like I said, the brew that we were at when the, they kicked the game winning field goal, it, we're taught like a, just a bunch of non sports consumer, like the average Sunday Broncos watcher, maybe. We had, like, the entire bar invested in this game. It's just infectious. Like, it's just when, when you can feel, like, that energy and, like, you kind of catch on to what's going on. Like, people just are, like, hooked. It was it was one of the – I mean, I still think the Red River rivalry at that Stoney Sports Bar when I drank probably, like, 27 Miller Lights probably was my number one. <laughs> this is number two for sure. Like, this was
1: absolutely incredible. This is the be- – yeah, that was obviously the best I felt in a while. And, and like, the, the betting aspect kind of played oh. into it as well. Oh, yeah. I've never kind of felt that sort of, you know, that, that oh, yeah. last second. And then knowing, too, like how much other people all across the country who are also money on the game or just actual emotional investment, like Tennessee fans, like and then seeing the celebration. I was just like, oh, my God, that's that's just what it is. It's just, you know, it's it's rare that you can ever get away with betting against Nick Saban. But, boy, that the times that it actually works and it, oh, just what a game it was. Well, just, we, we needed this for college football. Like,
0: like we. Yes. Right. Now we still have Georgia, the the juggernaut out there roaming around, and that may not ever be taken care of. But like it, this is this is exactly what college football needed. You, you needed Tennessee, the feel good story. have been good since the nineties. Like they were always like kind of there in the mix, but never good enough. And like this was like the crowning achievement. Like it it, it was just
1: like, butterfly. Right. Still. Like I said, just the, the game winner in overtime and then seeing that field goal, Knuckle go ball. Through, the knuckleball. I mean, I was just like, and I think we both text each other just like this is the happiest we've been, been in weeks. Oh. <laughs> just, oh, pure it's bliss, pure weird, bliss. But, but, but listen, that was that wasn't even it. it was no, like, that, that was the middle of the day. <laughs> right. Because then here here it was, it was, you know, USC Utah was basically kicking off right after that. And so, you know, I was there, like, everyone there, obviously, is Utah fans as well. There's one BYU fan, but he was, he was kind of a normal fan just in general, so it was fine. But, you know, we're watching that first half, USC-Utah. I'm, I'm already like, hey, listen, this is house money at this point. Um, but I'm watching USC just drive down the field those first couple drives, and I was just like, there's no fucking way we're going to stop this team. <laughs> like, USC was so flipping good, and I tweeted just about, like, I was like, okay, Oklahoma fans, like, I see why you were so upset because, my God, Lincoln Riley is just a fucking genius. Everything oh, yeah. that he did was perfectly countered in that first half. He, pretty much the whole game, Like Utah did not have an answer at all. And I'm just watching that. And what's funny is yeah, I kept turning to Dylan and Trevor and those guys. And I was like, hey, listen, Utah gets the ball at the second half. And that's what we kept saying the whole time. Utah gets the ball at the second half. Didn't matter how. We were down 14-7. Doesn't matter how much we were down. But I think we were down like 21-7 at some point. But we just kept saying, like, hey, Utah gets the ball at the second half. You know but that first half I just had never quite seen like a, a such oh, yeah. a, a almost like a mismatch because usc was just that good well and that was- that was the
0: roller coaster of emotions like I was like all right like we had our fun with Tennessee like we're not gonna get this again with the youths like there's no
1: way especially watching that first half like I was like there's just no way we're gonna capture that magic again right and so by this point I mean you're probably seeing triple right so I mean it's um, like yeah they had there's events that unfolded that I'm not going to say out loud, but I I had a, probably
0: an all time low in my 20s, but yes, continue. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I don't have, did I have I even heard
0: this yet? I, I don't know. If you, listen, it, it's we got we got kicked out of a restaurant for right. being too disorderly, and then the restaurant called the bar that we were going to next and told them like, do not serve them. So not only did we cut off at a restaurant, we went into a bar that's like I literally I have thrown up in the bathroom in this bar and like just walked right out of the bathroom when got more shots. And they even they were like, yeah, oh, we got a call. We have to cut you off. So, yes, by this time I was seeing everything but the youth scoreboard. But I was
1: there in spirit. Right. I love it. I love it. But anyways, Utah just kind of kept battling back. And I was like, OK, as long as we keep it close, I don't have any major turnovers or anything like that. Kept battling back. It was a seven-point game going into the half. Utah gets a nice touchdown just right at the right before halftime, which I was, I was like, all right, this is good. We hey, listen, we get the ball at the second half. That's what we kept saying. And we were half joking because I was like, there's just no fucking way. Anyways, come out in the third quarter. Utah ties it up. Nice touchdown drive. And then USC pretty much answers immediately and you know scores another touchdown. A minute later. And pretty much exactly a minute later. I was just like, we're just not gonna fucking stop them. Utah just kept coming, kept coming, kept coming, kept coming got some stops. Had some penalties go their way, uh, and then kind of the last thing was you know Cam Rising rushing into the, to the end zone. Mm-hmm. I think I texted all you guys like we're going for two here. And I texted the other guys yeah. so I was like you got to go for two in this. Oh, season. Yeah. Right? You, it's the night game. It's the biggest crowd ever at Rice Eccles. Everyone's going bananas. It's the it's the you know the helmets with uh, with Ty Jordan and Aaron Lowe on there. I mean it's just like you have to do it. You just have to go for oh, two. Yeah. Cam Rising got it. There's about 48 seconds left or something something along those lines. And I, even then, I was like, there's just too much fucking time. There's too much time for USC. You're at elevation. They're going to kick like a 60-yard field goal somehow and make it. Like, that's just how this is going to work. Um, there's some referee bamboozling going on because they were fucking all over the place today or in that game. Uh, but uh, Utah holds and gets the dub. It was fucking awesome. And I just like at that point, like after like seeing the clock hit zeros, I just collapsed on the couch and Emma, Emma has a nice video on it. But I was just like, it was the best fucking day. What it was the best day <laughs> just of sports that I had experienced in so long. And on top of all this going on, Padres are also on this historic run. They're beating the oh, dog. Like
0: shit. So like
1: Everything like that was just – it was just all coming together. I was like, this is the so best. This is the best. For you listeners out there, if you
0: care to place any wagers this week, just go ahead and bet against everything Kyle roots for because Kyle can't have nice things. they right. will all blow up in his face this weekend. <laughs>
1: Right. Well, I mean, I even thought too because then Chargers played Monday night. Obviously, Chargers Broncos, and I, I, nobody won that game. First off, like that was uh, awesome both sides.
0: We did. I did. I mean, I tried to tell you to put some, you know, place the responsible way I draw on it. But I, but come on now. You could have, you could have had yourself the most uh, mind blowing weekend just betting on all your teams. Right. You capture the magic because yeah. that was a very disgusting game. But that's NFL. We don't talk NFL here. Superior product, my fucking ass. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, it's I don't know.
1: It's weird. Oh but, I mean, uh, it,
0: Right, right, just real quick. Well, look, I have it still pulled in front of me. Like, where where in the NFL are you going to read off a stat line on a regular basis? 21 for thirty, three hundred eighty-five 385 yards, and five touchdowns? That was just Henning Hooker just doing his deal. Like, right. how do you not like college football?
1: Right. It's it's just, it was the best, like I said. Just the me. best. So, anyways, yeah. Just that USC, or the, the Utah win, it's just everything on top of that. was like, this is, that was it. And especially with... A couple teams going to the bye week this week, and it being a little bit of a softer, you know, this next weekend's like that's that's just what we needed because that is that it's, that, oh, yeah. it, it's not going to get better moving forward. It, but it, it at least that was kind of the nice apex of it where you're just like, man, this was that was just fun. That's why I love college football, and it it just it just really does warm your soul. It truly does. It
0: does it does well? It's it's you know we
1: both had we both had kind of the same experience, just different states
0: where it's just the, the, there's people around who. Aren't generally invested, but it's just like when it happens, it's just you, you can't look away. Like, it's just the most majestic thing in all of all of planet Earth. I don't give a fuck about your eight wonders of the world.
1: It's college football, baby. It is truly is. So, I mean, <laughs> we progressionally going to the next week. There's actually some decent matchups. We're, we're just going to yeah, touch on a few some. of them, uh, obviously. Um, you know, a couple teams on bye weeks, like I mentioned. But, you know, really, you know, some some. This will really be the kind of the the definitive weekend where it's like everything is coming together. You you have a couple undefeated teams. And now you're really going to say, OK, like, for example, is Clemson good enough to make? Are they a playoff team? Right. right. And we're going to prove it this week, uh, this weekend, 10 o'clock. Of course, Mountain Standard Time. Uh, Clemson, Syracuse. Clemson favored by 14 in this one. Um, mm. Both teams undefeated. Mm. Both teams, various shades of orange. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Who do you, who do you like in this one? I,
0: Clemson for sure, but uh, just from a gambling perspective, 14 seems like a lot uh, given that Syracuse is a, is a very stout defense. Uh, I, I like Clemson in this one just to win outright. I just think there's too much talent because that's kind of how Syracuse has been lingering around. Right, like they, they're not the most talented team, but they know that, and so they can take advantage where where they see fit. Clemson, I think, is just too much because, if for whatever reason, we kind of write off Clemson every year. They're still very much a good football team. And DJU talked about it earlier this season. The best thing that could have happened for him was last year just kind of have a mediocre season because now he's just – he's kind of flying under the radar. He's performing very well. Has Clemson prime for that playoff spot again. So I think it's Clemson win for sure.
1: But if you're going to bet on it, I think 14 points is a lot. So maybe Syracuse plus 14. Right. So interesting big 12 match, you know, Kansas Baylor, uh, the, the Baylor favored by 10, but I'm looking at the total of 58 and I'm just like, I, I mean, I imagine this is going to be over, but I don't know, but uh, I keep thinking Baylor is the Baylor of a couple of years ago where they were putting up, you know, 50, 60 points in right. game. And yeah, while their offense is still good, i don't know but that just seems like a pretty easy i mean even just last week at west virginia i mean the the total points that was scored in that one was 43 40 yeah obviously we saw oklahoma kansas that was like in the 90s or what you know whatever it was like 58 that just i mean the over there just seems
0: if you were gonna put if you're gonna put this in your your uh in the six pack i i think it's a good call i mean it's just these teams are both like there's nothing really to play for at this point like they're both kind of out of any sort of contention for anything. So I think they're just going to light it up, and it's in Baylor. I mean, Baylor. if Baylor gets rolling at home, Kansas has no choice but to also match them touchdown for touchdown. So this could be a 40-point total game going into halftime, like easily.
1: Yeah, that, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, so that, that's probably the first one where I'm looking at, like six-pack-wise. That's, that's what we're looking at. Um, Ohio State, Iowa, Ohio this is State's my six pack. by 30. This
0: is my 6 30 points, is that's egregious. That's egregious about
1: it. Like, come on now. They could do so, it, but they're not gonna. Thirty points is so much. Yeah, that is quite a bit. Ohio State's coming off a bye week, though. You know, but get, like get you also healthy. you also
0: have to understand, like understand, like
1: Iowa Iowa in, intentionally runs the uh,
0: like in man where you could do the chew clock, like yeah. they do that organically. So it's not so much that I don't think Ohio State could put up you know an insane amount of points and beat it by thirty. I just don't think there's enough game for them to do it. Like this, this could very well be a. Twenty-eight to you know zero game at the end of the get, end of the day because Iowa just holds them up enough and then just drains the
1: clock on their end when they have the ball. I, I love that yeah, I'm using like one of those you know, score app and it will show like the offense comparison. It's got like one of those sliders where if they're even like it's kind of in the middle. Like there's you know yellow on the left hand side, red on the right hand, you know to kind of show where that's at. Mm-hmm. I mean the Ohio State sliders are completely covering like the entire bar there because oh. you look at total yards. Ohio State's about five hundred fifty total yards a game. Uh, that puts them fourth in the country. Iowa is 261 yards a game. That puts them 255th. So that I think this is even counting like FCS teams. Right. So, I mean, just the, the disparity, disparity between the offenses is just outrageous. You look at points, for example, Ohio State's uh, number one in the country at 48 points a game. So basically 49 points a game. Uh, Iowa is tied for 130th with 14.7 points a game.
0: But, I mean, I'm I'm not good at math, but uh, what did you say, 49 points a game? Yep. And 30, so they would still technically cover by that logic, but I don't know. Because Ohio State, like, if this game, like, if, it, if they get up by any point in this game, 28 points, like, at what point do you not just put in your second stringers and, and make sure that you have all those dudes that you need for later on in the season? Like, you just said, they had a bye week. They're coming off the bye week. <laughs> right. Let Stroud, let Stroud cook a little bit. Let him kind of do his deal, build up that lead. But, like... If they're if this is a runaway game in the middle of the third, like I don't understand how you don't put in the second stringers and not see the second stringers obviously can't score, but it it levels the playing field like a touch more. I don't know. I mean, I, this could be this could blow up my face, and this could be fifty six to zero, but I don't care. It's a weird one. I don't know. It, it's weird. It. But it's like it's like no. I mean, I I'm on the fence, but I'm just saying in general, even outside of betting terms, it's just like it, this just feels like one of those games where it's like we know Ohio State's obviously gonna win, but like <laughs> it could it. It, 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 no matter how good a team is on any given season, there's always one clunky game, like like Georgia against Missouri earlier this year. Like Georgia should have went in there and blown the doors off and put up fifty five zero like they did against Vandy, but they didn't. Like, and I'm not saying Iowa's that team, but I think Iowa could make it ugly enough. But whatever, I digress. Ohio State's giving me the playoffs. Like, I, I don't think
1: they'll win the whole thing, but they're unstoppable. So maybe I don't yeah. touch it, Kyle. Interesting. Duke Miami, another another decent Woo! one. This is the it, they practiced this on Wednesday game. That's the uh, the historic call from when Miami had about sixteen laterals on the final kick tickets, return of the game. Uh, to... Tickets
0: starting at six dollars.
1: Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> um, Duke's such a weird team. So they're four and three right now, which is like I think that's better than anyone thought they would be. But they lost two in a row, but both by three points. They lost three points somehow to Georgia Tech, and then lost three points you know against North Carolina. I mean, so really, they're they're two really just weird losses and close losses away from from being, what six and one like it. it so, right. uh, my brain, I look at Miami and I'm like, well, duh, Miami. But then I'm like, well, Duke's not, Duke's not that bad. I was
0: going to say, because, uh, like, because I'm looking at it now and they have like those funky weird losses, but, like they only lost to Kansas by eight. Uh, yeah. They, they lost to or excuse me, they won against Virginia, which I know Virginia's not necessarily a powerhouse football program, but that's still I mean North Carolina A T, Big Whoop, Northwestern, take it as you will. Temple thirty to zero is still pretty solid. So I, I you make a valid point. This game on you know on the first look should have been Miami all the way, but Miami is also playing very ugly football right now. So who who knows?
1: Uh, who's who's the bad guy? Who's the,
0: who's the bad guy? Who's the bad guy? Van Dimes is our boy Van Dimes playing? Uh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's a funky one. I, did, I still think it's Miami, but it's going to be ugly and it's going to be, at, it's going to be at a quarter
1: filled hard rock stadium for sure. Oh, it's just embarrassing. Um, a couple other, just kind of weird afternoon games, but, uh, Purdue Wisconsin's the next one for me because Wisconsin's favored by two and a half and I'm, I'm all Purdue baby. I, I, I watched Wisconsin oh. with my own eyes last weekend and they <laughs> lost to a bad Michigan state team. Um, I I, I'm going Purdue here. I, I don't, I just, I have zero faith. Uh, Purdue cover
0: or Purdue money line.
1: Um, fuck. Why not both? You know, it's just uh, for sure. I, Purdue is absolutely going to win this game and I think they're going to win it by more than three points. So there you go. There you have it folks. So that uh, would be my next team that I'm throwing in there.
0: Mm, mm,
1: mm, Okay. All right. Love it. Uh, let's see. Moving on, moving on. Ole Miss LSU. Uh, I mean, this is at Tiger Stadium. As of right now, LSU, at least from what I'm looking at, is favored Trump. by two points. To drop. Two points.
0: Here. LSU's favored by two points, or that's Miss
1: what I'm seeing. Favored? No, I'm seeing LSU favored by two points. ls ls Who? Uh, that seems fishy to me, Kyle.
0: That seems fishy.
1: You get plus money right now, just barely plus 104 on the Ole Miss money line. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's. Yeah, that's uh, I mean, LA, I, like we mentioned, LSU's not that bad. No, you know, but I mean, I feel like Ole Miss is playing playing really well. I don't know. I, I, I that does just seem it does feel like a trap, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, that's well. I mean, you said you said it like not even five minutes ago. You know, Brian Kelly, as much as they got booed and poo pooed out of town to start, like he does have him kind of rolling right now. But on the same hand, you know, Ole Miss, Lane Kiffin maybe isn't – I'm not going to put him in the same tier as Lincoln Riley, but he just – wherever he goes, he seems to get those offenses just clicking and firing all cylinders. And I, I don't think Ole Miss is an exception at this point. I think Ole Miss is, like, very much in that same kind of category where they're starting to figure it out and kind of click. And I get it's at Tiger Stadium, but I, Tiger Stadium isn't what it used to be without Coach O, so – that That seems like a funky one to me. I, that might just be an old Miss money line play at that point.
1: but yeah, that that's what I'm kind of thinking too. It's I don't know. yeah, I mean, this is like we said this weekend kind of will separate a lot of things and we'll understand a lot after this. Um, but this is one where I mean, for LSU, you win a game like this. This is definitely one of those like program wins where it's like, okay, this is now the upward trajectory of of LSU and uh, the of oh, Brian Kelly era type of thing, like really taking you know, taking strides and probably ahead of schedule. Um, but for Old Miss, this is one where I say, well, Lane, you've been here long enough. You've kind of been building this, like you're either for real and you're going to compete with the Alabamas and the Tennessees and the Georgias, or you're going to lose a game like this where you, I guess, technically you're not favored to win, but you probably should be winning. Um, uh, yeah, which, which, which Old Miss is going to come to play? That's the real question. I, I still like Old Miss here. Ole I just, miss. Old Piss. Yeah, I love I like it too. I like them too. This I like been- it. This one thirty kind of slot, this, this afternoon is pretty good because, you know, at the same time, you also have UCLA-Oregon. This is kind of the marquee matchup, especially for the Pac-12. Why it's not a night game, it's just like it shows you how inept the Pac-12 is when it comes to, like, negotiating and scheduling, things like this. Granted, no one really thought UCLA was going to be that great. Also, people kind of shit on Oregon after they got absolutely just blasted by Georgia in the opening week. I mean, Oregon's obviously responded extremely well. UCLA has kind of come out of nowhere with DTR and and that Chip Kelly offense, where they look just incredibly good. I I mean, I don't know. I I like UCLA in this Say one because I've it. learned my lesson. I've learned my lesson to bet against UCLA, but uh, and I just think the way they run the ball. And I like I said, you know, granted it's not the same exact Oregon team from last year, but when teams get physical with Oregon, they kind of they kind of shell up a little bit. And UCLA, while people like to think it's Chip Kelly offense and this and that, I mean, Charbonnet running the ball for him is a freaking beast, absolute beast. And the way they can just pick up those extra yards here and there and, and get those first down, keep the chains moving. Uh, I, I like UCLA in this one.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, <laughs> our, our six pack might get fucked again because I this is this is an Oregon play all day. Oregon and the points. Minus, like, they, Oregon got—I think that people put too much value in in the—they the, got smacked by Georgia, like you just said. Oregon's rolling, and, and I just—I don't think that UCLA has what it takes to keep up with them. I, I don't think it's necessarily that UCLA can't score. I just don't think that they have what it takes to stop them on the other side of the ball. And that's why the over—that's why the over's at 70. I mean, they're expecting a points brigade, and I hope it is that way. But regardless of how the game shakes down— I, Oregon, I, Oregon feels like they they got slapped out of the gate to start, but then uh, hit a nice reset and they've just been rolling ever since then. I mean, hanging 70 on Eastern Washington, like haven't played to anyone though. BYU, Forty-one to twenty over BYU. BYU's know BYU. not
1: good. Washington State's also not good. Stanford's ass. Arizona's ass as well. Like I I just don't think that I think Oregon's putting we'll those games. Obviously, out. they should be winning. Figure it out. UCLA has played actual like decent. Opponents, right? Washington, yeah, they weren't as good, but you know they took care of business against Washington. Took care of business against a really good Utah team as well. It's, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe UCLA has, I don't know. I, I don't know. I just I, like, I like UCLA in this one. I like Oregon, that listen, that, that, we can, we we
0: always disagree. It's listen, marriage isn't always bliss. Uh, I just think you're wrong, respectfully, but you know it's it. it <laughs> I get it. I get it. They they beat Utah. I get it. I do get understand that. But uh, Utah also like
1: is at home. Those were home games, too, that day.
0: But it, but it was at home. But it's also like in my mind, like Utah is a really stout team, a really good team. But they are not prone to lose clunker games and like they're not invincible. And I think that's what we saw when they did lose. And I, and I you know, I, I think you make a valid point that they have played a lot of, you know, they played Washington, they played Utah. Man, they really beat Colorado. Thank God for that one. You know that's a huge resume builder. But uh, I, I don't know. I it, this 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 just seems like it, this is this is stereotypical. Right off Oregon, like don't put a lot into them. Then they kind of creep up the board. They're sitting at number ten for God's sakes. Like they're clicking now. It's just it, it, this is this is not a definitive. Like I'm not. I would not bet the house on this by any means. I would even bet. I probably wouldn't even bet on this at all. But it just feels like Oregon. It's rolling. It's at home.
1: Like Chip Kelly it, this, revenge game as well, mind you. I,
0: this is, right, but like that could that could blow up in your face too, right? Like like yes. this could be a Chip Kelly revenge game until it's not, and then hello goose. Uh, but it, it, listen, I like I said, I it, I don't feel strongly about this. I just think if you're asking me for my opinion, it's it's Oregon, and I I think it'll be a good game. It'll be a close game, but it's definitely going to be Oregon coming out on top. But
1: right. I well, and I, and I think the point spread too is just the fact that Oregon's at home. If this was like a neutral site, it would probably be just be even. It should be pick them, and you know, I, yeah, I Otson Stadium is really tough to play at. So I'll give them that. I'll give them that. Well, but.
0: and that's like like the, college football is the last tier of football to where like home, home does field doesn't make maps. a difference. Like it does, yeah. and and Otson is a good you know Brandon Brandon can fill sit on it, but it's it's a good football town ish for being you know Northwest. Uh, it'll be, I just, I just want a good game regardless. They have, they expect this to be right. a shootout with 70 points. I hope it is. Cause that, those are just the funnest games to watch, but I, I just think Oregon's rolling. And I think, it, I think this is where UCLA finally kind of maybe gets a check, but again, it's a nine and a 10 team. So like, it's not a huge
1: momentum swing either way. But for the Pac-12, there's there's just a lot on it because Pac-12, I think, is rooting for UCLA because you need an undefeated team to right. to hopefully try to represent. But knowing the Pac-12, they're going to just cannibalize themselves. And, but like,
0: and, and but you like, are. You said it at the start when we started talking about this game. Why, like, if this is like you, this is your chance to showcase the brand, market the brand, market what the Pac-12 is, and you're going to bury it at three thirty on Saturday
1: on Fox. It's just dumb. They're just idiots. Uh, idiots. Yep. Because uh, also at 130 you have Texas Oklahoma yeah. State, which is kind of the yeah. next game. Texas is currently favored by six points. They're on the road. It's at Oklahoma State. What yep. are we? What do you liking at Boone Pickens uh, Stadium?
0: It's a, this, this is an Oklahoma State. This is
1: an Oklahoma State
0: money line this is an Oklahoma State plus six and a half. However you want to take it. I don't know what's happening here, but Oklahoma State is like they're they're a very good team. They are a very good team, and it's at home. Like, Texas doesn't typically play very well home on the dog. road. Like a home underdog. That's, that's
1: a, I, it, yeah. Like
0: it, i I it like And, again, you just squeaked out barely against Iowa State. So, like, I know it's a get-right game maybe in a sense, but it's a hard team to get right against because Oklahoma State will hang 49 on you before you even blink. So, th- this, seems, this seems like an Oklahoma State play all the way, and this will for sure be the one that blows up my face. But I like Oklahoma State plus 6.5, no doubt.
1: I like it. I like it a lot. Um, this is kind of where it starts to wither, uh, not yeah, the pretty marquee matchup. I'm just kidding. It's way later, four o'clock, but Colorado state Hawaii. We can get to that later. The marquee. We'll save a whole extra pod for that one for our (laughs) Patreon subscribers. Uh, and then five o'clock, you know, Mississippi state, Alabama, Alabama is favored by 21 here. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, it's, I'm sure Alabama's going to come out real, uh, real pissed off. And, uh, yep. Yeah, I just don't see that one going well for Mississippi State. But you never know. You just don't know. It's the SEC. Anything can happen. You that's know, But true. you have that. And then to kind of just round things out, TCU-Kansas State, that, that's a, a nice purple matchup. Um, six o'clock, a TCU favored by four points there. Kansas State's another one of those weird teams where you just, I mean, they're 5-1. and one, They're looking both. Well Adrian Martinez. They're winning ugly. They're winning close. But they're winning. So, <sighs> it's – yeah, it's – <laughs> this game this, – this weekend just in
0: general I, is just – the theme is just ugly games because the, there's good games, but these
1: are just going to be ugly, grinded out like and, slot fests. And especially with like with, – with our six-pack, I think the 6 pack's is going to be the only thing I put any money on because I oh, okay. even individually and I know how last weekend went. Uh, Vegas is just – Opening their wallet, just being like, "Please, like, it's time to give some of that money back because everything right. you bet on this weekend, it's it's going to go horribly wrong." So, and I'm just not going to fall for it. And so, I'm we're going to you know figure out the it's six pack, tweet we'll that. that out. I I'm just not going to bet any individual games because I do not have a read on any of them.
0: No, no, and that, and that's what I mean. It's just like again, there's good games on paper, but like it's impossible. That's why we just spent so much time talking about UCLA Oregon because that game could go every which way and we can't be surprised at the outcome regardless of how it shakes out and it's the same same exact thing for kansas state tcu like if kansas state ends up winning this one i wouldn't even be surprised if tcu runs away and blows them out wouldn't even be surprised at that either like it's just such a funky weekend that we have in front of us
1: yeah i don't know i yeah i just don't know but it's um yeah, a little less exciting than than last weekend, but that that's typically where we get caught off guard. And there's still going to be a bunch of really good games on. Um, I just don't think a lot of it for me, at least, is appointment viewing. This will probably be one where I'll be able to you know buy some husband points here, and and we'll do you know go app. It's actually supposed to get real cold today this weekend in Utah. So hell yeah. Uh, but I mean, Michigan State's on a buy. Utah's on a buy. You know, it's it's kind of the weekend just to kind of hit the old reset button. So. That's fair.
0: That's fair. Uh, but I do just wanna uh, I wanna call my shot right now in a game that is probably gonna be overlooked by a lot. But uh, the Minnesota Golden Gophers will upset Penn State. I don't I don't give a fook if it's on Ooh. the road. It's gonna happen. It is like gonna it. happen. I like it a lot. I That's like the it. only other game I wanted to discuss. That's that one. I'm just looking at it, and you gotta find diamonds in the rough somewhere. Just from a viewing standpoint. Not even talk about betting. Just from a viewership standpoint. Five thirty. ABC. Give me give me the gophers. Tanner Morgan state.
1: questionable. That's kind of the only thing I'm looking at there. But <clears throat> that's, yeah, all, that's all. That's all. It's all in disguise. I like it. I like it. So, yeah, it's been a weird episode. I feel like my brain is still just scrambled after, you know, like I don't even think I've some I, I summed it up well enough. Like just how fun last weekend was and like the true like emotion oh, yeah. that I felt during those moments. I think I'm almost like a little bit drained, but like, honestly, this week went by pretty fast. I feel, you know, it was like, it, did. I, it just it kind of it, it lifted me. I actually had like a good week at work instead of just sitting there being like, what the, f-? I don't know where to fucking start, you know? <laughs> so like, it was, it's one of those where it, it just feels good. It feels good yep. to come off that week. You know, even yep. hit the gym a couple times, you know, oh! yeah, right. It's, yeah, I'm feeling, feeling fresh, feeling, feeling like I'm ready for another weekend of, of weird college football. But like I said, I I don't think I'll be sitting down watching a lot of it, but it's definitely that middle window. During the, the child nap time, where I'll, I'll be uh, trying to get those well, after get so. your uh,
0: get your get your rest and recovery now, Kyle. Because next weekend, I think we're looking at a blackout at the old Tennessee Vols with the old Kentucky coming to town. So we're gonna have to get right back on the
1: train, buddy. Yeah, and then Michigan State, Michigan as well. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, Michael, is there anything else? Is there anything else that you'd like to, as we approach this weekend? And uh, just looking forward to just another you know wonderful. Wonderful no, weekend!
0: No, I got another bachelor party I got to go to, so the uh, the streak of benders continues. So I'm sure you'll probably get some outrageous text messages or Snapchats at some point.
1: So just be warned. I love it. I love it. And there's nothing quite like Mike at a, any sort of wedding environment, whether it be bachelor party, the actual wedding. It's just <laughs> when the lights are on, the showman comes out. You know, and there's, no, <laughs> there's, no, there's no there's no putting that away. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's when the lights come on. I think it's just when the bar opens up. <laughs> the watch yeah. out. Yeah. But yeah. It's more so yeah when the lights go out in your own head. That's <laughs> just, it's, 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 it's off, off the rails. Anyways, hey, we appreciate it, everyone. It's been it's been a fun season. I, you know, we used to look at metrics and stuff. I don't know. We I'm, no one's tweeting us anymore. No, nah, we're doing this for the fun. We're doing this to love the game, baby. That's, that's exactly what it is. Because uh, otherwise, I have to try to talk to my wife about college football. And she's like, I don't care. And I'm like, that's fair. So. This, this is our scheduled hangout time. This, this, is, <laughs> this is why we got to start a gaming podcast. Oh, dude. I could talk. Yeah. Oh, hopefully. Coach, Coach stream. Uh, I love it. it. Uh, Duca, uh, preseason number seven. Most dangerous spot to be. That's all I have to say. Bye, guys. Uh, we'll college football. name right, me the podcast. Like, please subscribe and uh, listen. Have a good weekend. We'll see you. Skip, we know Skip. Mm -hmm. Skip, I know Skip, like that, Skip. Anything else you want to know about me, Skip?